your host, Patricia. On today's podcast, we are joined by Incense. And let me tell you a little confession, okay? I am a fan of Incense because of my son, Angelo, who loves his music and hip-hop. So for me to be able to connect with my son on this hip-hop level, I had to familiarize myself with Incense music. So that's how I got to know about him and also, you know, love his creativity. So if you don't know Incense, he is a South African rap artist born in Soweto, bred in Pakamisa, a township outside King Williamstown in the Eastern Cape. He has been an activist of South Africa's now biggest hip-hop subgenre, Christian hip-hop, since 2011, the year he pioneered Take Take the Movement together with his friends. The movement reached more than 2,000 young people who were transformed by the gospel carried in the God-inspired lyrics from poets and rappers. He grew up singing in various church choirs, but the love of poetry and rap was always deeper than the singing. He comes from a very strong Christian family, so gospel music was the order of the day, yet pop culture and popular music sparked in him a deeper interest for the arts. He's released the following projects, Classified in 2013, Dedications in 2014, The Process in 2018, Songs for the Winter in 2020, and Scafting as well. Um, Incense was really, you know, honored and nominated at the inaugural 2015 Mzansi Gospel Awards in the Hip Hop Album of the Year category. His last album, The Process, debuted at the number one on Google Play, number two on iTunes Hip Hop Albums Charts on the 16th of April 2018. His latest album, The Process, also got nominated at the fifth Independent National Gospel Music Awards. So he has been around and he is here today just to share with us the amazing things that he has been doing. So Incense, thank you so much for joining us here on the Empowerment Sessions. I am so blessed to have you. Thank you so much for, for having me. It's an honor. Wow, what an introduction. Thank you. <laughs> and I know, you know, I've chopped you know, out so many things that you've written down for me on your bio. So would you mind just sharing a little bit of the things that the Lord has really done in your life? Sure, I've done quite a lot or I've been, I've been privileged for a lack of a better word to have been able to do the things that I've done because I've done music for, I've been actively involved in music for about 10 years now. Yes. Um, a decade of music, a decade of recording, a decade of performing and just creating and you know wow. so for me it's a privilege to be able to use my my talent or my gift uh to the glory of god so it's just been a beautiful 10 years wow that's amazing and you can't say that it's been 10 years hey all right time <laughs> <Because> flies <laughs> you're so young time you know? flies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and another thing that i wanted you you know just to share with us obviously is your testimony because i mean for me i think like for someone like you who's young mm. 
and you can do almost everything mm. you can sing you know any type of music but mm. you chose christianity mm. you know what inspired that okay i was basically born in a very religious uh, or christian home if you like where we were forced to go to church like i hated church so much because yeah. we were forced <laughs> to go to church like we have no choice every sunday morning everybody goes to church whether yes. you like it or not sometimes i'd even pretend like i've got a headache and stuff and that wouldn't cut it i would still be forced to go to church yes. so i grew up forced to go to church and because of that um my relationship with church wasn't good mm. and the turning point for me was when uh, a childhood friend at the age of 13 uh, mm -hmm. he was a year younger than me he was 13 at the time yeah. no actually he was 12 okay 13 or 12 i was i got saved at 14 and he got saved at 12 yeah he got saved two years before i got saved yeah so this guy from like doing all sorts of crazy things as kids um in the township his story is changing now hey dude i'm a child of god now wow. i'm a christian i'm yes. a born again christian i'm like I am also a Christian. I go to church like, yeah. no, nah, no, nah, not that kind of not a Christian. That kind, yes. You know, you have to give your life to the Lord, you know, yeah. obey him, you know, <laughs> accept him in your life as your Lord and Savior. I'm like, hey, this is this is all new knowledge to me. You yeah. know? Mm -hmm. I, w I wouldn't take him seriously. I would constantly be mocking his his newfound faith and his new journey. But this guy was so persistent. He continued wow. preaching the gospel to yes. me. And I remember when I eventually... I uh, gave my life to the Lord. I think I think it's true what scripture says that the word of God is a seed. It's an yes. incorruptible seed, mm, you know. Mm. One person shares the gospel with you, they're planting a seed. Yes. Another encourages that, they're mm. watering the seed, you yeah. know. Mm -hmm. And the Lord harvests when the time is right. Yes. So uh, I, I believe that this guy was very instrumental in my conversion to Christianity or, or to me eventually you know giving my life to the lord because yes. i remember the day i got i got saved or the day i gave my life to the lord i heard them making noise in the streets and i jumped over the fence i was like hey guys eh, i want to get saved wow nobody preached to me that day i wasn't at church nobody yes. made an altar call but it was a conviction of the holy spirit wow. you know the holy spirit led me you know to christ that day and these guys were so shocked. They were like, are you sure? I'm like, mm. hey, guys, I want to accept Jesus today. I want to have what you guys have, yes, you know? Because yes. there's something very different about you guys, you know? Wow. So, and they were like, right here, right now. It was under the street lights <laughs> yeah. on a Saturday night oh my in Lord. the township. Uh, I raised my hands and I gave my life to the Lord wow. at 14 years old. And I never looked back since. Sure that is a testimony so that's how it happened for me you know yeah. it took a friend who was persistent with the gospel you know he was stopping at nothing he was constantly sharing god's love with me even though i was mm -hmm. mocking him and I, yes. you know i was poking fun at his you know testimony and mm. his newfound faith yes but god was working wow and to me that is so amazing because sometimes we can relegate you know salvation to an altar in a church mm, mm, but mm. i believe that you know what you just shared is so instrumental to our faith that mm. anyone wherever you are mm. god can still touch your heart Absolutely. you know he can still also bring people close to you who knows them so that you can also you know get uh, to know him as absolutely, well absolutely. that was amazing 
So with hip hop, you know, I remember when I was growing up, we used to think that hip hop is a worldly music. Devil's music. And all, <laughs> <laughs> and all that. Yeah, yeah. But when you are listening to the lyrics, especially, I love words, mm, you know, mm. when you're listening, the words can really minister to you, mm, you know, mm. and that's how I also got to change my perspective yes. about music and also learning that, you know, there's a generation that is rising that is yes. obviously different, mm, you mm. know, they love different things, but they minister differently. Yeah. What inspired you to, to do what you are doing currently? For me, I always tell people, you know, like I've got a, a line in one of my old songs. Um, the song is titled Reminiscent. It's from my first uh, rap album. And the line mm. says, if it wasn't for Christ, I wouldn't bust a rhyme. Wow. Um, which basically means if it wasn't for Jesus, I wouldn't be a rapper. Yes. So, so for a lot of Christian rappers today, they transitioned from secular rap where they mm. were like rapping about girls money alcohol whatever yes. and then they they got saved and then they changed mm. you know mm. the narrative mm. of their music for me it was different you know because yeah. i got saved at 14 i was preaching the gospel at 15 so uh, like i'm a church boy through and through you yes. know so and when i got saved i i already loved hip-hop music and how it happened for me is um after giving my life to the Lord, I continued listening to Eminem, you know, Dr. Dre, wow. Snoop Dogg. Yeah. And what bothered me was that mm -hmm. the music was extremely profane. Yes. And I was new in the Lord and mm -hmm. the Holy Spirit convicted me that I can't keep singing along to this music wow. while I call myself his yes. child. Nobody mm -hmm. preached that to me. Mm. I didn't read a verse in the Bible, but I felt a conviction to like, yo, you need to take a break from this music. Yes. And that's what I did. And over a period of time, I was watching TBN. Yeah. Uh, I watched a lot of TBN at the time. Mm. And I came across um, a youth show there called TX10. Okay. It was hosted by one of the most influential Christian rappers in the U.S. His name is T-Bone. And what would happen on the show is he would showcase the latest uh, hip-hop music videos, yes. the latest bands. It would. Mm -hmm. Um, he would even interview artists and stuff. So that was my initial encounter with Christian hip-hop music. Yes. I was like, what? Christian hip-hop? What Does is it this? even exist? You know? you know? Yeah. And what was fascinating for me was the quality of the music. I was mm. like, wow, the videos were amazing. Yes. These guys were signed to major record labels. Like, you could see from the music videos that these people that put in real. a lot of money into this thing. Yeah. And the quality, the content, the skill. I was mm -hmm. like, this stuff is amazing. Wow. So I kept, you know, watching this show and I was like, wow. So you can actually flip this thing around yes. and, you know, use it for the glory yes. of God. Yes. And years down the line, I started working on radio. I pioneered the first ever Christian hip hop show um, at the station I'm working at. And. Wow. Because of that show now, uh, my listeners were like, yo, we love the music, yes. but we, we don't know where to find it, you know. Mm. Um, iTunes was not a thing then. Spotify was yeah. not a thing then. Mm -hmm. No Apple Music, nothing, you know. Mm. And YouTube was still pretty new as well. So it was not easy for people to have access to, music's, music, to yes. music except for like CD at a store. Yeah. And distribution wasn't the strongest for Christian hip-hop at mm -hmm. the time. Mm -hmm. So the music was like pretty much exclu exclusive. Mm -hmm. 
they would hear it on the radio, but they didn't really have direct access. Yeah. So that cry from my listeners sparked an idea that, Ish, let me start doing shows in East London. Yes. So I linked up with uh, uh, local Christian rappers in East London. Wow. Like, yo, guys, I've got this idea, man. Let's 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 do free shows, free concerts. Yes. In collaboration with uh, different youth groups in the city. And then how we're going to structure this whole thing. Free shows, you guys come and perform or do a show. Um, the, the host, pastor will share the message if kids get mm. saved they incorporate it in his youth we move on to the next yes. one and we keep going and that's how we grew the the impact of the culture of christian hip-hop in our city and because of that wow. now more demand came for yes. the music people mm -hmm. are like yo uh we'll see you performing and stuff you know um but we don't have access to your music where's the <laughs> music you know people because yeah. yeah. <laughs> People having a CD at the time was a very sentimental thing. Yeah. You know? mm -hmm. It's one thing enjoying your artist on the stage, but it's another when you've got a, a copy yes. of the CD, mm. then you play it in your car, you play yes. it at home. Anytime, like, you, know, you know, it brings a bit of sentiment for yeah. the music supporter or the music fan and whatnot. Mm -hmm. So I, I decided, you know what, because I, I was already passionate about sharing the gospel with, uh, you know, with the, the urban culture, let me use this gift um, yes. to glorify God. Let me use mm -hmm. this talent that God has given me to his glory. You know, that's when I decided, okay, I'm a rep for Jesus. Wow. That's that how it is happened. amazing. <laughs> because for me, you know, as a mom and also having to learn mm. to break, you know, ignorance mm. in my mm. life mm. concerning hip hop, I've realized that what you have done you've actually helped us as well mm. you know with our kids mm. because they are looking up to you mm. you mm. know instead of looking to a worldly hip-hop mm. that is full of vulgar mm. full mm. of mm. other things but they can literally listen to you mm. and be inspired mm. and also learn that you know what I can still use my gift mm. for the glory of God, Absolutely. whether it's maybe different in the Christian community, but it can, you know, spread the message of the kingdom of God. So for me, it is really an inspiration. And I know so many other, you know, mothers, women out there who are looking, you know, up to you because of what you are actually doing right now. You are actually ministering, wow, you know, to, really to areas that the church can't. Mm, mm, because mm. the church, you know, it's the four walls mm, and mm. kids outside are inspired by so many things. Mm. So if mm. we have this, mm. you know, it really helps as well to minister into what the preachers or the fivefold ministry mm. cannot reach. So tell me also a little bit about, you know, how the Lord opened the door. I remember we were watching TV on the CBC3 <laughs> and you were there and we were like screaming, you know. Wow. <laughs> like, I know this guy, you know, and my kids said, oh, where mom I said, you know, we work in the same <laughs> building. <laughs> Wow. Stuff like that, but we were so blessed wow. to see you. You know, to see that breakthrough in mm, your life. Mm. How did it happen? Yeah, it, it was it was such a crazy experience because um, when I was working on my album in 2017, I was like, you know what? I'm I'm tired of being stuck in this London. Yeah, I really want to spread my wings now. Yeah. I just wanna, I just wanna grow my reach as an artist. I wanna do things I've never done before. Wow. And I'm just going to trust God. Like I was inspired by 
um, the verse in the Bible where uh, where the disciples are sitting in a boat and mm. and then they see Jesus walking on water, yes. approaching, mm-hmm. and then they doubting that it's Jesus. Uh, some some of the disciples felt your you, it was a ghost. You know, it's not yeah. really Jesus. Mm-hmm. And then Peter said, if it's you, Lord, tell me to come to you walking on the water. Yes. And Jesus said to, to Peter, come. So Peter stepped on the water and, you know, yes. he walked on the water. We know the story. Yeah. And for me, that story was like so inspiring that Peter had to take that step of faith. Mm-hmm. Because he took the step of faith, he could not drown. Yeah. At least for a while until he started until doubting. Says, yes. So I was like... I'm gonna I'm gonna be like Peter in 2018. <laughs> I'm gonna step yeah. I'm gonna step out in faith. Yes. If I drown, it's fine. Mm. He will have to save me. Yes. But there's one thing for sure: I will have walked on water. Mm-hmm. That's what I wanted to do. I was yeah. like, I, it's better to to try and fail than not try at yeah, all. You know. Try. So I am emptied my my savings i'm like okay i'm gonna put all this money on tour yes and just do this this album thing you know so i package my album put it out on digital platforms i released the album and then i started playing my, planning my own tour um everything wow. was on me i i booked a venue for east london yes i did cape town and i did Joburg. so what i did is my first show of the tour was going to be the cape town level mm-hmm. of the tour Yes. So what I did is like, okay, um, I need to do some PR when I'm in Cape Town. And I'm like, okay. Started Googling uh, Expresso Breakfast Show. I'm like, where are these studios? Are they Cape Town or Jovo? Oh, 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 Cape Town. Oh, snap. Okay. Yes. Then I went online. I looked for an email address of the producer of the show. Wow. Sent them an email. Told them who I am, what I'm doing, and um, the kind of music that I'm doing. Yeah. And... I sent the email and it was just quiet for like a couple of weeks and I think a week before going to Cape Town I just opened my laptop and first email that came through was from Expresso Breakfast Show. Yes. Producer says I'm impressed with your music, your story is amazing, I feel like our our viewers uh, would really appreciate having you on Mm. the show. So what date are you proposing to come onto the show? Gave them a date and that was it it happened wow. and it was such an amazing experience for me because i don't know anyone there like i don't have connections yes. you know the music industry has got so much red tape mm. you always you always have to know someone somewhere you know to wow. to get your way but yeah. for me that experience it was just god's work through and through because i don't know anyone there um i don't believe i'm popular enough as an artist to even get in there easily Um, i mean even artists that are signed by major record labels they go on that show and they will perform one song and that's it Mm -hmm. they don't even get interviews sometimes but those guys they centered their entire show around me i was not only interviewed on that show i performed not only one song i performed three songs wow Wow. So, and when I was there, like, they treated me like a superstar. Yes. I, I just couldn't believe it, man. <laughs> I mean, Graham Richards is a TV presenter on the show. Like, I grew up watching that guy on, on TV. I was wow. like, I'm hanging out with Graham Richards Yay. now. <laughs> it, was, it was such an amazing, <laughs> amazing experience. And yeah, yeah, they really made me feel like, really welcome. They were a warm bunch of people. And yeah, like they say, the rest is history. 
Wow, wow. I and know God you was did. glorified. You know, yes, so the Lord was glorified. That was the ultimate. That was the ultimate <laughs> for me. God yes. was glorified. Yeah. Yes, amazing. Wow. I'm so blessed by that. And I'm sure everybody listening, they are thinking, wow, God can really do wonders. You know? Absolutely. Our God is not limited. He can really give you the desires of your heart. And I also love what you said, you know, because you took action. Mm. And you mm. know, the word of God says that faith without works is dead. Absolutely. It's another thing to have a dream, mm. you know, but if you don't take action into doing what you want to do mm. or mm. just, you know, going out there and just opening yourself up and, you know, knocking on those doors, I believe that too can really help, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And also in sense, what is the one thing that you you will share with us? Because actually on this podcast we you know, we know that for every success story there mm. is obviously a testimony and principles that you mm. live by. What can you share with us, especially with the people you know, who would one day want mm. to do what you're doing? Mm. What is the one thing that has kept you you know, from pushing through and from believing in your dream without fail, even when you faced, you know, with challenges or a lack of support or lack of resources? I think for me, it's um, what keeps me going or what has kept me going for 10 years is is constantly reminding myself why I do what I do. Yeah. And that keeps me in check, you know. Whenever I want to give up or when I'm really frustrated, because you will work with a lot of people when you're an artist yes. or a musician and some people are, are just impossible, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and it can be demoralizing at times and the fact that there's just so much red tape in the music industry can like really discourage you. Sometimes yeah. you just wanna throw in the towel and give up on this thing. But whenever those moments come, you are constantly reminded why you do what you do. Yes. And it's so easy for you to throw in the towel mm-hmm when you don't know why you do what you do. Yeah. If you're going to do Christian hip-hop just for the hype or just for a little bit of clout or popularity, and then your foundation is not sustainable enough, yes. you know, that's not going to that's not gonna stand the test of time because, mm-hmm. you know, you will be tested, yes. unfortunately, or yes. fortunately, you'll be tested. Mm. So that's what really kept me going. And, and secondly, I think it's just God's, provision or God's providence for me because in the past 10 years I've been doing music every year I've tried to give up and I said to somebody the Mm. other day perhaps it's time I gave up on the idea of giving up because God just refuses for me to give up on this thing Mm -hmm. every year I am discouraged to some degree to a point where I'm like I'm done with this whenever I feel like I feel like that God will do something that will spare me on for another six, eight months. Wow. And then I'm discouraged again. God will just send people or he will do something so exciting for me. Yes. It charges me up to wow. keep going for another, mm-hmm. you know, six, seven, eight months. Yeah. So God has been like really, really uh, showing up for me. He's been constantly showing me that he wants me to do what I'm doing. Wow. And, and I'm grateful for that. Yes. So it's been basically those two things for me, like constantly keeping myself in check, reminding myself why I do what I do, and mm-hmm. God just saying, yo, I want you to do what you're doing. Yes. Don't quit. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. And imagine, you know, 
obviously the enemy brings so many obstacles our way. Mm. It doesn't mean that when you're following a dream or a vision that you want to establish, things will be smooth, you know. Mm. There will be challenges. But imagine for me when I think about this is that when you give up, imagine the people that you were assigned that's the thing, that thing about giving up. <laughs> yes. eh? That's the thing about giving up. Because the assignment you're given is not only for you. It's not only for you. It's for the people you sent to. Yes. It's for the so people the you whole, sent to. The whole tribe will actually a be lot, lost. A lot rides on you continuing doing what you're assigned to do. Wow. It's not just about you. It's not just about you. So we thank the Lord that you I'm grateful. didn't give up. <laughs> I'm grateful. <laughs> because where would we be? I mean, really, where would we be? Absolutely. Yeah, I know. It's such amazing to hear that you continued, you know, you continued to be faithful in the Lord. And I'm also trusting for people listening today that, you know what, it doesn't matter what you are facing you can still continue, you can still pull through, and you can still, you know, see your way because the Lord is with you always, just like he has promised us. So in closing, incense, <laughs> <laughs> in closing, what, you know, encouragement would you give, you know, to people who will love to, start the journey any journey really of following or pursuing a, a calling or pursuing their gifts and talents and they want to do what they believe that you know the lord has really called them to do in this season i would just simply tell them to do it because um there's so much power in doing uh, yes there's so much sanity not not sanity there's so much peace that comes with doing what you are assigned to do mm -hmm. um as as an artist i have written and recorded so many songs that i will never release because they wow. were not meant for the people sometimes as as an artist or a creative you create just to to get by you create just to survive you create wow. just for sanity's sake yeah <laughs> if you're not creating something is off you know yes. there's like a disconnect mm, mm, sometimes mm. you're frustrated and yes. then you're like i haven't written anything in a while you just write wow. a song you record and and you feel better after that yes <laughs> so so what you are assigned to do is linked to your peace of mind as well wow so until you do what you're assigned to do, you will never you will never attain a certain level of sanity and a certain level of, of peace. Yes. Yes. Wow. Because a creative must create. Yes. A singer must sing. Wow. A writer must write. <laughs> Otherwise there will be no peace. Wow. You'll be frustrated. You'll you'll be losing your mind because I, mm. I go through the same thing when I'm going through a writer's block. There's something called a writer's block for songwriters or creatives where yes. you can't write anything. Like you're, you've got a creative yeah. block. <laughs> like you can't, you write one line like this is terrible. Like you can't. And, yeah. and that period, it can last for as long as six months sometimes. <laughs> sometimes it could last a week or two. Yes. And for me, those are my worst moments where oh, I can't wow. write anything. Yes. When not, there's just nothing. Zero inspiration. 
and I'm like, man, can I just, you know? Yes. So once I get my breakthrough and I'm able to write again, then I'm I'm more at peace with the world. Wow. I'm I'm more at peace with myself. Yes. And just in general, I'm a lot happier when I'm able to yes. create. Yes. So 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 as creatives, sometimes we create for our own sanity, just to wow. just to get by for yes. our own survival. <laughs> Creating is like creating <laughs> is like oxygen, you yes. know. It's like oxygen. It's like breathing, you know. So if you can't create, then you feel like you're trapped. You yeah. something is not mm. is not right. You know, mm. things are not aligned because yes. you you are unable to to create. You know, so that's wow. why I even had to invest in my own studio setup at home. Yeah. So I don't have to worry about paying big amounts of money, yes. booking studio time, and whatnot. So I can work on one song a whole week and just, you know, revisit it, you know, refine it, yes. change it, change approach and, you mm-hmm. know, so, so that's from a creative point of view. Mm-hmm. But even in as far as uh, calling is concerned, if God has called you to do something, until you do what he's called you to do, you will never know sure. peace. Never. Yeah. You have to. You have to. Unfortunately, yeah. God decides. You know, yeah. <laughs> He's decided to call you to do a certain thing. You know. Yeah. So, <laughs> if you're not happy about that, take it up with Him. Yeah. <laughs> but so you, true. you, you don't have uh, much of a choice but you know, to step out and do what you're called to do. Yeah. Just for your own sanity. Just sake. for your own sanity. And speaking of that, no, mm. in sense, wh- what actually when writing. Mm where do you get inspiration from Hmm. yeah for me inspiration comes from like literally everything i could be watching a tv show and somebody says one thing yes that sticks out the most for me and that one thought can translate into a whole song you know wow so there was a i was watching a show like during lockdown last year what was it called um i think it was called god friended me Oh, okay. It's like God friended me. I literally wrote a whole song about that. Wow. <laughs> it's on the album. Yeah. <laughs> it's on the upcoming album. Yeah. Like just that line. Just I was like, that, wow. wow, God friended me. Like, wow, okay. Yeah. There we go. You know, yeah. it was like a light bulb moment for me. Yes. So it, it literally comes from everything. It can come from reading a scripture. It can come from having conversations with people. Mm. It can come from like observations, you know, because I'm the type of writer that does not only write for for the church. Yes. I am mm-hmm. not always preaching to the choir. Yeah. The type of writer or the type of artist that I am, I'm a storyteller. Okay. I try to tell stories that people will relate to. Yes. Especially the unchurched. Mm-hmm. So I will tell a story about something I went through or something I observed and try and bring the light of the gospel in that story. Wow. So even people that will never step into a church don't feel left out in yes. the story. And because of, I approach my writing process like that, I've got so many people that aren't Christian that love my music. Yes. Mm-hmm. Even though it's Christian hip-hop music, they connect with the story and they connect with the craftiness and how I put things together. Yes. And they understand that I respect the art form of rap, but... Mm-hmm. I don't compromise my faith, you know? Yes. My my music is charged with my faith um, in, in a heavy way, you know? So I try wow. to shine the light of the gospel in every story that I tell. Wow. 
because my objective is to reach the unchurched. Yes. Rather than constantly teaching the churched. Yes. You know. Mm -hmm. So so that's that's how I try to approach. Yeah. Uh, my my music. Your music. Wow, that is amazing. Because I mean, remember, we are sent out to the world. Absolutely. <laughs> so Absolutely. What we are sharing with the world also needs to be relatable. Mm. You know, mm. not mm. only street. You yeah. know, boxed. It needs to relate to people who don't know what we know. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about what is in for you in the future. What are you currently busy with? I'm busy with my album now. I've got an album coming out, God willing, around Easter next year. Yes. Uh, it's titled wow. I Promise to Be Honest. Mm-hmm. Um, I've worked with a 19-year-old producer on there. His name is Tawana Marea. Um, he's produced about 80% of the album. Um, and I've also worked with... Uh, with a Grammy Award nominated producer from the US. Wow. I'm not gonna mention the name. You're gonna yeah. hear you're gonna <laughs> hear his work on the album. So I'm like really excited about about the, the album and I've collaborated with a very good friend of mine who's a professional fine artist. He he did a painting for my album art cover as well. Wow. So so it's gonna be really exciting in twenty twenty two I'm really excited for the album. I can't wait to release the music. Yes. The music is sounding amazing. And this project is pretty different from my previous album, okay. The Process. The mm-hmm. Process was dark. I had lost my mother. It was like a, wow. you know, a therapy session. Yeah. I was literally bleeding on the music. You oh know? My. So so now, yeah. you know, the man's a little bit happy now, yeah. you know. <laughs> Things is good now. Yeah. <laughs> so so the album now is a lot lot more light-hearted yeah, you know okay. it's a lot more colorful now yes. i'm exploring various musical sounds wow. i talk about you know different subjects on the album yes, but yes. from a, a point of complete honesty you know hence the title i promise to be honest so it's it's wow. a project i'm like really excited for um for my followers or my yes. fans to 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 listen to yeah, I know. And I've, I've collaborated with like the usual suspects. I've got Pose Sankunzi. Wow. Um, okay. I did the process, the actual song, the process with her. Okay. That was like um, like my biggest song I've ever put out, you know. Wow. So like I, people, they really enjoyed the process. Yeah. We must do another one. <laughs> so we did yeah. another song on the wow. album. I've got Kim J on the album. I've got Rapper Switch from Swaziland okay. on the album. So it's 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 just gonna be a, a beautiful one. It's gonna Colorful. be beautiful. <laughs> it's gonna be beautiful. I one. love that. Wow. No, we are actually looking forward. You know, for that. We know that you always bless us. So we're looking forward. I'm sure if you're listening, you can already get the excitement of this new album that um, Incense has been working on. So Incense, what's the last word that you can squeeze out? You know, for everybody listening today as an inspiration or an encouragement or anything at all that you feel like you know it can really help everybody listening i think i'd love to like speak to the parents especially you know yeah um if if just try and be as attentive as possible with your kids and especially with their interests and their talents you you never know Mm -hmm. you never know what your child's talent can do if it's nurtured uh, nice and early, you yes. know. Some parents are very attentive. They say, "Oh, this child is always, you know, 
uh, smashing my pots with the, <laughs> you know, with the spoon. Yes. You know, they put my pots on the floor yeah. and they're like, oh, there's a drama here. <laughs> Next thing, they buy them a drum set. By the age of 10, they one of the most amazing dramas in wow, the world because yeah. the parents saw that thing mm-hmm. in a child while they mm-hmm. were still young yeah. and they nurtured that thing. Yes. So you never know, you never know what your your child's talent can do for them and for you wow. ultimately as yes. as a parent and and ultimately you know God gets all the glory yes. at the end of the day, you know. Mm-hmm. Um so I w- I'd like to just encourage parents to be very attentive with their kids. Yeah. Cuz mm-hmm. yeah, these things they start very small like they start when when kids are still very small mm. and they grow up with them and also just generally in jail i just want to encourage people to to use their talents what god has given you he has given you for a purpose and for a reason yes. and he wants to use it for his own glory mm. so don't mm. hold back yes. um because you, you never know what you stepping out and and um doing what you're supposed to do can do for the next person you know yes so mm-hmm. never look down on your talent even if you feel like it's insignificant it could be a talent that doesn't even put you in the spotlight yeah. but you know mm-hmm. use that talent there's a reason why god is giving you what he's given you so yeah shine and glorify him wow amazing thank you so so much it has been such a joy you know, for me, and I know for sure that my son as well is gonna <laughs> freak out. I've been. I can't I wait told to meet him. him. That <laughs> I'm doing this podcast with incense. I'm like, Mama, what am I going to say? <laughs> you know. So thank wow. you so much, incense. I really, you know, appreciated this so much. Like you have no idea. You know. Thank you. We so love much. you. We appreciate you, and we are praying you up to the sky because we know you know the word of the lord says that we need to put our light you know on the mountain top so that everybody can see so thank you so much for shining your light the light that the lord has given you so high for us especially in this industry thank you so much thank you so, so much so i just want to put you on a spot okay. <laughs> <laughs> would you mind just closing for us with maybe one of your song or anything oh my okay you'll find me in the church where i lift them high to whom more praise do the brighter morning star your thoughts are higher than the skyscraper always on time you are never late your love is deeper than the ocean bed though i walk through the valley of the shadow of death was your sting jesus paid it all jesus did it all forgiving all my sin the king of zion you the bread of life i will never starve my soul is satisfied the flesh are crucified rose of share and god of heaven hear my praises my life i live for you you my purpose like robin thick i am lost without you light of the world and though i'm safe with you undeserving of your mercies oh my god lord have mercy Thank you, thank you so much. And may the Lord bless you. I truly appreciated this moment. This is the moment for me. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. And God bless you. Thank you.